What's going on, world? It is your boy, Ryan Lewis, here with another episode of Ryan Out Loud. First of all, welcome. I hope you all are well. I hope you're staying safe, protecting your energy, all of that good stuff. Um, we're narrowing it down with Ryan Out Loud. I think this, after this episode, I think I'm going to shoot for one more, maybe two, possibly one. It depends on my mood. Um, and then that's it for the year. And I'm going to just come a little bit harder in 2022. But today, I am very excited to be here. And, you know, Ryan Out Loud is based out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And for the first year or so, <clears throat> probably because when I started Ryan Out Loud, I started it at the beginning, very beginning of the pandemic. So a lot of my interviews, like Stevie, Derek, um, Fresh, Rob Milton, Warren Dumas and my Grammy episode with uh, the Shuffle podcast, Hit Shuffle podcast, they've been over Zoom. So, um, you know, connecting with creatives, black creatives, queer creatives, even some straight in there. Um, it's been over Zoom. So this episode is special because I have finally connected with a duo here in Pittsburgh, creatives, queer creatives here in Pittsburgh, and it's my first in-person interview, so this is exciting, and it's only right that I have the person who is responsible for this happening, right? And so I asked him to be my co-host, and ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Allow listeners, please welcome Chase. Hello, everybody. My name is Chase. I'm from here in Pittsburgh, and thanks for you being on the show. How are you? You good? Are you good today? Yeah, this is my first time doing a podcast. I'm a little bit nervous. It's okay. It's me. We good. We good. I like, you know, I don't like to do interviews. I don't like calling them interviews. This is just a conversation. Just act like it's no mic, right? Right. Okay. All right. So, Chase, we're, you're, um, as my co-host, you're my first co-host, actually. Okay. I've had guests, obviously, but as a co-host. So, you probably have to nudge me if I start over-talking because I can talk a lot. It just depends. And you'll probably have to shut me up. Like, just tap me and just say, Ryan, chill out. Like, I, let me help. Okay. So, but before we get into the bulk of our interview with our special guest, who I'm going to introduce in a moment... Um, well, re I don't want to say introduce because I'm going to introduce them, but we're going to listen to their song first. You're going to hear their song. But um, Chase is a business owner, and I want him to promote his amazing business. So talk about that for a second, a minute, whatever you got. Talk about it. Well, my name is Chase Felton, so pretty much I have a building called... Oh. You're good. It's okay. Pretty much... Um, I have a business called Felton Essentials that sells hair and skin products and stuff like that. And it's pretty much a startup, so we're just getting like the lab for everything and getting our products and everything together. But we have um, some special hair oils and special face soaps. Um, we even have like some facial toners and sprays and hydrators and stuff like that. So yeah, check us out. It's um, feltonessentials.com and that's it. And support. And I will post the link. Post the link. I will have the link to his website in the description so you have to support and I can say I use your products 
I have what do I have? I have the body butter, right? I have the facial toner. I have the you, I just got the detox soap, um, the hair growth serum, and there's something else I'm missing. The oil. I had the body and face oil, and you know I get compliments on my skin all the time. And in addition to the the products that I use are ordinary, like my face cleanser and all that, but the glow comes from you. So, I recommend it. I like I said, the links will the God the link will be in the description, and please support him because he's one of my favorites. So you have to support him because I said so. <laughs> so getting into what what you're about to hear next, we have the duo that we are going to have on the show called Super. They are called Super NXC, and they are here in Pittsburgh, and I'm like. You guys have no idea. You're going to hear me talk about it, probably say it throughout the entire episode, how excited I am to actually interact with creatives that are here in Pittsburgh. Because I was doing this, I've been doing Ryan Out Loud for, you know, almost two years. And, you know, I've connected with all creatives like in L.A., Atlanta, New York, Jersey, all of that. But it's being here in Pittsburgh, I feel like it's important to support those here in your hometown. That's why I'm very adamant on promoting local businesses. If I can, you know, get businesses, business owners on here and just support them because they deserve. And a lot of the stuff that they are working on, whether they're artists, you know, singers, rappers, producers, writers, business owners, a lot of their products are better than what's mainstream or in store. So, Yes. So yeah, we're gonna um we're gonna get into that. So next, which you're about to hear, and am I talking too much? So Chase, introduce the song. This is Shots by Super NXC. Hey yo, pouring out a shot of the Henny, double it. You can take a toll on my body, triple it. Make you fuck me up totally. Got a seven flick and a bruise on my body. Hey yo, pouring out a shot of the Henny, double it. You can take a toll on my body, triple it. Make you fuck me up totally. Got a seven flick and a bruise on my body. Hey yo, one shot, three shot, five, one more till I die. Wifey's with that guy, baby, got a hold of my I thought I. What's going on, y'all? But welcome back to Ryan Out Loud. A song that you just heard is Shots by my guest, Super NXC. And they are here. And this is my very first in person hey. interview. Welcome. Yo. What's going Yo. on? Yeah. Welcome, welcome. That's good. Welcome to Ryan Out Loud. Like, I, we've off the record, we, I've told you how nervous I am. So I, the one thing about Ryan Out Loud is I make a lot of errors and I don't delete them. I don't edit because I told y'all I'm not a pro. So what you hear is what you, what you get. I was about to say what you, well, I was about to say what you see is what you get, but they can't see it, but y'all can see it. (laughs) Yes. You know, like that's, that's one of my it's a flaw. It's a blessing and a flaw. So, and I don't have my questions pulled up. See, that's how I'm, you know, just nervousness, excited. Listen, we're, well, I'm nervous too. Don't please don't be. I want y'all to got your water. You know, like listen, y'all. I had the water out. It's not you know top of the line, but you know, yeah, we're very comfortable. 
want y'all to be kind. I, I was going to, we were at the store, right? Yeah. And I was looking at the cookie tray. I don't know if I said it out loud or I was thinking, I was like, oh, I should have got the cookie tray. <laughs> like, I'm trying to, you know, I want you to feel comfortable, you know? We appreciate eat. you being here. No, so, <laughs> no, seriously, though. So, you know. You say this was your first in person. Yes. Like, this is our first uh, podcast. Yeah. So this is history because <laughs> when you guys listen, you. You're, you listen to the song. Those who have listened, you know, that will listen to this episode, just go buy their song, buy shots, support them. Like, just yeah, come on, y'all can wait in line for them new iPhones. Listen, y'all can wait in line for them iPhones and them Jordans and all that other stuff. Support their music. <laughs> so let's just jump into it. So, how are you guys today? Tonight, you okay? I'm good. Good. Transitioning from work. I yeah. trust me. <laughs> trust me. Yeah. You, you guys work from home as well. No. Are you? You're in. Uh, you yeah, in. I do yeah. You do work from home. How do you? So side note. See, this is the thing. I told you guys. I sent the questions. <laughs> right. And I told Chase in the intro. I said, just nudge me if I'm just because this is my first time having a co-host, which you'll hear in the intro. I this is my first time having a co-host, so I talk a lot. So he got to like you know. You gotta shut me up sometimes. But um, how is working from home for you? Like how how does how's that going going for you? First, did we introduce yourself individually? Yeah, I um Christopher James, Chris, yes. and it's spelled X O P H E R. Christopher. Um, and then uh, Naheem, and it's yeah. with the N at the end. <laughs> so. Yeah, working from home is. It's good. I mean, at first when I started to work from home, it felt I felt lazy. I wasn't motivated. Um, things started to get, you know, merged and blended in together because mm-hmm. um, my workspace is my bedroom, you know, um, still is the case, <laughs> still is the situation, um, but I really enjoy the, I, I call it a blessing, a luxury, I love my bed and uh, I um, just, yeah, I, for me it's a blessing to be home Yeah, <laughs> and in my bed sometimes during my work, if I need the extra push, I will get up, get up. go to the living room, you know, go to the desk and do some work, but I enjoy working from home, which I know some persons, you know, yeah. don't prefer yeah. that. They prefer yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, I was work. I started working from home in May and it was like at the beginning of the summer, you know, like the weather was changing and where I live is there's a pool and I was taking my laptop down to the pool with died a couple times, you know, I had to lie and say the internet went out. My, I hope nobody from my job listens, but anyways, um, <laughs> It can blend, you know, like I, my room, the way my room is set up is my, in the corner is my workspace. Mm-hmm. And then there was days I would just roll right over mm-hmm. and just, you know, I'm like, oh, there's no in between. And I just felt like, I felt like I was like, I just was eating and just snacking and just doing that. You know, like you work from home, Chase. How was that for you? <laughs> yeah, like it can. It's like because I heard you know for the first year of the pandemic, it was annoying. But did you prefer to be at work? After a while, yeah, because it was just like one long work day. Okay, so you prefer at work, Ryan? What do you prefer, working from home or at work? <sighs> I'm not gonna hold you. It's a little bit. I'm I'm torn. Oh, you're bored. I'm torn because so what? In my job, we have to do two week rotations. Um, so my last rotation was in July. I have to go in a couple weeks, actually, after the holiday in January. And I'm like, it's going to be cold. But, 
you know, so it gives me the chance, like, oh, I can, you know, I can wear other, I can dress up, you know, I can, you know, I won't have to wear sweats and or shorts, you know, yeah, like I actually can put on clothes. So it's a, it's a hit or miss for me. Um, I like being able to be home. It saves me on, you know, I was taking a bus for the longest for, you know, going in and out of town and I just recently got my license. So, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, so now I don't have to worry about all of that extraness and being cold. Although, I, you know, I got a 2008 Honda, so I don't have no starter. So I got to sit in the car here. Though. But it's okay. You, you're right. I got to be, be thankful for what is. Okay. It's a, it's a little bit of a mix for me, but, um, it's a little, yeah, it's mixed, but I, I did get tired. Let me just say, I did get tired. So I got a second job working with Apple so I can interact with people. Although I'm a little overwhelmed. I've been overwhelmed for a couple months now, just trying to, cause I work, I'm usually off on the weekends working with my full-time job, but Apple has me on weekends, like weekend after weekend. So I'm a little overwhelmed, but I like the money. I have a goal. I'm trying to move. So, you know, just anyways, enough about me, you know, so it's a little, it's blending, but I'm, I'm, it's going to work itself out. (laughs) So just jumping into it, like how was super NXT form? What was, what birthed your, this duo? Um, so, I guess it, it was definitely October 2020. Uh, it was like in the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Both of us individually have wanted to be artists, right? Right. But we both went in these very like corporate jobs and or artsy jobs where we were kind of like managing other artists' careers right. instead of our own, mm-hmm. um, where we put that first. And so, in October during the pandemic where we were able to work from home a little more, um, Chris and I we were both just talking about wanting to do music and I didn't know Chris sang and Chris didn't know that I was trying to rap. <laughs> like, so we sat, we sat down like one Sunday and we just started writing songs together. I think you sent us. Yeah. So yeah, we, I, I think I'm always motivating you to like do your hosting stuff. Yes. I just thought it was hosting. Cause when I originally met Naheed, <laughs> he was hosting an MLK event at the Kelly Strand Theater in this Libertines. Right. And, um, I'm like, Ryan, I want you to do more of this, but I think he always felt boggled down mm-hmm. by the administrative work of his organization. Big up to Trudy Pittsburgh. Yeah. That's right. We're going to get into that later, too. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and real quick, Trudy Pittsburgh is an organization that celebrates queer people of color through entertainment, resource sharing, and activism. Uh, All right. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I, I Dwayne is the uh, co-executive director. I am the chairman of the organization. Okay. And so we often meet up. We have meetings. We and we we are, we are friends. You know. We work um, together. We work together. We just so your coworkers as well. You work. We we used to be coworkers. Okay. But yeah. Dwayne's then side hustle was Trudy, that which he pivoted from that to be a full time, yeah, right? Um, job for him. Um, but yeah, and I was like, Dwayne, you need to like do more co-hosting stuff which is what I, I I really enjoy seeing him doing and he's like yeah I really want to you know do this like I, I I can't remember how that conversation went but he told me he rap and he's like let me I'll send you something mm-hmm. right and even though it felt like you were shy to give other people it yeah. you felt okay sending yeah, this confidential yeah. you know yes. classified yeah. information to me and when I yeah. heard it I was like what the <laughs> oh what <laughs> Yeah, so it was like that, and then uh, I told them that I want to do music too. Like I came to Pittsburgh to do music in 2016, February 25. Oh wow! So you, yeah, I came to do music, but never really did it. You know, I got buckled on with life. I had to 
you know, support myself and stuff Gales. like that. <laughs> Build, yeah. And ghetto. um right. it's ghetto. Ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. So yeah, and then the rest is history. We decided that I was like, well, this is dope, this is fire, like no cap, this is amazing. Let's meet one Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that was it was history. So you so natural. So is that your writing, like your day, like you just get together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sunday is usually like the day that you wind down like, any work. Like you know, like so are you? I call that the recovery day. It usually <laughs> is the day that I say no to everything. Like usually that part, yeah. Unless it's fun. <laughs> yeah, Sunday fun day, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, well, I guess my question for you guys is kind of like you kind of answered it, but like, how do you start writing the songs, like? You just play a beat in store, or is it like you got to get the beat and then like how do you guys do that? I think we're still learning that, but right now we have multiple avenues to writing songs. Lots of them are um, we scout beats, both of us, um, and that has been another one of our um, real experiments this year in particular is like merging our sounds together. I guess. Um, Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Merging our sounds together and finding a beat that complements both. I think right now we still haven't found what that is, but I'm hoping through exposure, like yeah. someone be like, yeah. "Oh my God, I love your song. I love his more song." And this is what yeah. more, <laughs> like, more custom made. But in terms of writing, for mm-hmm. me personally, I don't know what's your style, Naheen, um, mm-hmm. completely. But uh, before even being aware of how to find beats, just as a creative, I would hear songs in my dreams or like while I'm walking or while I'm driving you know um, there's comes. a gap like I'm like oh my god I'm hearing a song mm-hmm. right the thing with that is both things could be a hit or miss just because I'm creative it doesn't mean that what is coming out of me is going to be my best work right so now I am now dabbling between a song that may not be great and now I have to find somebody to custom make this beat which may not you know um they may not manifest what I'm communicating that I'm hearing. Right. Right? So I'm always like, that is disastrous. I'm going to wait till I'm super famous. And I know, yeah. you know, that there's someone who could be like, oh, I I'm hearing exactly what you're hearing, you know? Yeah. So for me, it's always better to hear a beat where I know this beat sounds commercial. It sounds great. Somebody else is going to like it. And then I hop on that beat if I'm inspired by it. So for now, I just take notes. I write my songs down that I don't have a beat for, and I just leave that. That is sitting. It's marinating until the timing is right. Until timing is right. How do you know? They say artists hold on to songs like, Mm -hmm. like so. Example: Whitney Houston had, you know, "I Look to You" for like twenty years. It was written by. Um, can we? I'm gonna say his name. You know, the the artist that likes to piss on people. I'm not gonna say his name. Yeah, yeah. So it was written by him, but he he wrote it for her, like you know, 2002 or like in that you know, still like kind of in her prime. Because I don't want to ever say. I mean, there was. Let's be honest. There was you know Whitney in her prime. You know, like we all know she went through her struggles. But so. Timing is everything, you know? Yeah. So I even when she released it, I was like, it was just a perfect right. moment. Like, I Look yeah. to You it was just a beautiful song. So, you know, timing is everything. Yeah. So, yeah, sit on that. Okay. Yeah. We definitely have an archive of a lot of songs we haven't gotten to record yet. Or, you 
<laughs> but to customize how we write, basically, we like now I, I find ourselves getting inspired by beats separately. Mm-hmm. Naheen writes something, sends it to me. Mm-hmm. I write something, I will send, send it to you. Yeah. He will say, he, if, he like, if he doesn't like it, it will just sit there. It's, it's mine. I can you know finish it or not finish it, you know? Um, and then I will send yeah. you back like what I hear based on what he sent me, you know? Okay. But that has no style. Yeah. Super NXC style. Yeah. And it's like, cause you're so new and you're still yeah. finding your, your way. So yeah. it's going to, it's, you continue to do things, you know, work together and figure out your, you know, the, the, what's the word I'm looking for to the, the niches and the, yes. the, the, can go writing. What can go right? The yeah. sound is going to, Chris is, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> no, you're fine. But Chris is really, you know, he's rooted in the island. So a lot of his sounds are inspired by Trinidad and things like that. And when I'm really rooted in ballroom, so a lot of my sounds are rooted in like ballroom beats mm-hmm. and hip hop. So trying to find like a marriage. And we listen to both. We both appreciate both sounds, you know. But that's just naturally where you go. And that's naturally where I go. And then we try to find like a Mary in the middle. And then we also have some friends in between that kind of help us with that, I guess. Like, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But then like, one instance of a marriage between song was a song that I wrote that you heard nothing for, yeah. right? So it starts Left the Island, Natural Bagel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steel yes. Pan Oil and Calypso. Man, That's tell me where you are. So that song has just been sitting there. Mm-hmm. And we had a performance last weekend, yes. right? Yes. So we need to create a 30 minute set. And we are like, all right, we don't have 30 minutes of song. What do we do, right? So mm-hmm. Dwayne said, all right, we just need to put all of our work, regardless if it's finished or not, just put it out there, right? And um, so we there, I'm singing half of a song. The song is not completed, right? So I'm like, left the island at Jamaica, see final, da 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 Naheem comes in with this ballroom sort of chant uh, commentary style where he goes... And I'm like, this is perfect. This is a moment where I can break off and freestyle dance. Yeah. And this is just a moment where you just observe an artist having fun, yeah, you know? Exactly. But that was a great example of a marriage between an island vibe where Dwayne was like more. stuck. Yes. Like, what do I do? And then it's like, well, we yeah. just need to make time. Yeah. And just yeah, like right. that, a ballroom commentary mm-hmm. thing came out of him. In okay. an island beats. <laughs> so I think you might be on to something like the island vibe, the beat, you know, your voice, and then which you're incorporating with ballroom. That's something that is not, you know, I mean, I, you might have heard, but together. Yeah. Well, I don't, it's, it's, it's similar, okay? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. when Dwayne plays a ballroom beat, mm-hmm. right? The drums, the yeah, there's yeah, a similarity yeah. in Caribbean music. Yes. I, and I think of it as ratchet, right? Mm-hmm. So when I convert it to my ratchetness, I'm like, oh, this is what my ratchetness is in this beat, yeah. you know? Yeah. It, it, I don't, I wish I could, like, It's like freedom of expression. It's ratchetness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for, yeah. It's freedom of self-expression. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and let me be, let me be clear. Ryan Out Loud is a, I created this podcast as a safe space mm-hmm. for black queer creatives to especially independent because there's a different type of, I don't want to say stress. It's like a, it's, it's stress. No, it is a stress. I, I can't imagine cause I'm not an artist, but I can, but I want to do my part in supporting uh black queer independent artists as much as I can, because you guys are putting in the work 
um, as an independent artist, a duo, I'm sorry, as a duo, mm-hmm. read my question. <laughs> I, like I said, I can't imagine uh, working full time, pursuing your music career. It can be frustrating, which I'm sure. How does, you know, how do you, as a duo, how do you keep each other motivated? Like, how is that like, because I'm sure there's might be a day you're like, I'm not feeling it. Or, yeah. you know, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And just, I mean, a lot can happen in a year. You're new. Maybe you're still in the the honeymoon phase of, you know, they say you're in a honeymoon phase of a relationship. Yeah. Or you're, you know, like, because at together, musical, as a music duo, this is a, it's a relationship. Yeah. But it's, you know, like, so how does that feel how does that hit you sometimes how do you handle it how do you process yeah i think that we're still navigating it but i definitely think that we feed off of each other's well we try to focus off of each other's strengths mm-hmm. more than our weaknesses yeah. so like we just naturally know what each other is good at and <laughs> like like what you're not struggling at you know what i mean and we try to just go that route I often get bogged with stresses at work at KST, and Chris often has to walk me through my tensions and my stresses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like it helped me to separate work from the art um, as well. So I think just being understanding of each other and knowing that we're in this challenge together and what the big picture is has mm-hmm. been like the most helpful for us. Chris probably got more. Um, and what what came, what comes to mind for me is. Um, you know, two phrases of wisdom, which is no man's an island, and um, there's power in numbers, right? So for, for Naheen and I, it's like, it's just so funny. When Naheen is down, I am I might be the one dragging Naheen. Mm-hmm. Or when <laughs> I am down, Naheen may be the one dragging me. It's a perfect it's balance. perfect balance. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, complemented by us knowing each other's strengths as well. So it's an easy delegation between, all right, we need to do this. Naheen easily picked up the slack where it comes to social media. You know, I easily pick up the slack where it comes to organization management of, you know, let's have stuff in spreadsheet. Let's plan this. Let's plan marketing. Let's make sure that, you know, our single release party goes goes well. You know, just knowing each other's strengths. And um, for some reason, when I'm down, Naheen is the one that's up, you know, so... That's, that's dope. I feel yeah. like it's everybody needs that in any type of like a duo. Like I, so this is how I imagine it, right? <laughs> You're I don't you, I don't know where you record. You record in a studio, obviously, obviously. <laughs> but like I always imagine it makes me think of uh, and follow me here because I can go out there sometimes. So I think of uh, Destiny's Child when they did Destiny Destiny F- Fulfilled, mm-hmm. right? I always wish you know how Beyonce is real heavy on the record, you know, like the behind the scenes, the documentaries. Mm-hmm. I always wish there was a documentary on that era, their last era together, because they had experienced life separate as solo artists and relationships and breakups. And they were came together. And I remember watching an interview where Beyonce said they had to spend extra money on studio time because the first week they were supposed to record. They talked. They just sat there and just caught up. And that's what they had a whole nother routine. They had a whole nother build of songs, like vocal songs going that uh, didn't even get used because the conversation that they had for that week straight inspired, you know, the album that is that we know and love today. So I can always imagine like is, you know, when you guys get together because Sunday's your is that your, also your day to record or you guys do that differently? Is Recording is really based on studio. OK, understood. Understood. So I don't know. I just think that's dope. Like you can just 
you know, how are you feeling today? You know, like I, yeah. like something like that. And yeah. then just go from there. That's how like things are created, right? Yeah. yeah. Especially when we, like in our earlier um, iteration, I guess it's Super NXT when we were still a week in Exoverse. I was about to say, <laughs> I was going to ask, what was your, you know, did you have a name before you yeah. decided on Super NXT? Okay. It was just Neek and Chris, basically. Um, I like that. kickback with True T is when we really started to take it serious, right? Once we got to record with Brittany, mm-hmm. um, and we did the video, even though we'll never show <laughs> we love Brittany. <laughs> like, Brittany did great on the video, but, you know, it was just us in the video <laughs> at the time. Yeah. We'll Save it for when you're, when you're, you're signed and you're, you know, doing yeah. your document, <laughs> you know, the bloopers, before. right? Or maybe, <laughs> yes. you know, like the blooper era. <laughs> yes. But that's when we really saw, like, this could be something. And we were, like, literally setting goals back then but, that we were actually able to accomplish, like, performing at Pride. Like, But to me, it's it's not just that. Um, oftentimes when you are in the un- unknown about something, you, you see something that's luxurious, and you immediately think, to get to that place, you need to do it alone. You need to hoard. You need to hoard wealth. No one else could have it. Um, and I think at that, when we originally started, I don't know for you, but I mean, no one thinks of being a singer and being in a group. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think yeah. a group always comes organically. So for me, it was like, okay, how am I going to navigate this? Because I also still think that I have a sound outside of our group and we're still trying to figure out how we can blend that, you know? Um, so now in my stage in life is really like uh, is that motto, no man's an island I'm always trying to see you know, how I can collaborate with someone and it all depends on what I do with the profits I get that will determine what I would be in the future, what I can you know, stand on my own and do, so for me it's all about collaboration and a collaboration in the true sense of it that the other person is getting something and I'm getting something. Both of our cups are being filled at the same time. And coming into it with that gen- genuineness and wanting that for both of us is something that I think that is working. Yeah, my whole life's a collaboration, mm-hmm. so it just works for me. <laughs> so. it's, it seems like you're finding your balance. I, I see it. And yeah, okay. All right, so I know we, uh, you guys had your little release party for shots and everything, and that is your first debut single that's out on like big platforms. Mm-hmm. I know you guys have like super duper and cocky and all of that, but how does it feel to release shots? Yeah. Sorry, I don't know what's going on. The mic's just heavy, <laughs> <laughs> sliding down. You want to uh, How does it feel to release shots again? Naheem picking me up when I am being a procrastinator. Uh, uh, Shuts was one of my lead writings mm-hmm. right and I wasn't ready to release Shuts as well, but we were so nervous because we were campaigning on, on social media like hey support us new artists and there's nothing for them to hold on to it's like what like what are we telling people what's to- your freestyle though well no even before that before okay even before Super that, Shuts came out like that was like one of the first songs we were even performing like before it was even recorded. Yeah, oh, shots. Yeah. So okay. shots came out first, and yeah. Naheem, okay. what Naheem doesn't know, right? Naheem, I went on our social media, and I saw shots 
is out. Like, I'm like, what? Shuts is out on SoundCloud. But I just felt like I was, I'm like, oh my God, Shuts is just out on SoundCloud? Mm -hmm. Like, no, there needs to be something big because Shuts is is like one of my leads. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, like we need to have marketing. We need to have promo. We need to have collaboration. We need to have this. We need to have that. And I was like, all right, Naheem. Like, because I was, honestly, I was procrastinating. I was like, I don't have money to do any promotional stuff. So I was just dragging my feet, you know? So when Naheem just, you know, takes over and be like, all right, Chris, well, we have to do something, you know? That's when I was like, all right, and that it's time back, to roll up my sleeve. That comes back to the back, back and forth because we both have different, like, comforts with the releasing of our music. So understanding that as new artists, people need to just see some shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and everything doesn't have to be perfected because you could have five versions of the same song, you know, as time goes on. There's, like... 20 versions of my type there, you know what I mean by sweetie or whatever that's like one of my favorite <laughs> so she just popped in my head but for us to just get more comfortable with like letting people get comfortable with us yeah. and realizing that not everything is going to be that one song you know what I mean like, right but there becomes a great balance between Naheen having this organic you know similar to you like it's unedited and yeah. you being like things need to be crisp and super great yeah. you know so <laughs> when shots when I saw shots out on SoundCloud I'm like now how may I my mind is inquir- is wondering so when you saw it on SoundCloud who somebody released it without yeah <laughs> you did oh okay uh, yeah, oh okay, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. I was like nah he released for, it our, on for our 15 followers like, hey like, but I was like cause I'm, I'm you were like it was you know it was out and I was like okay I didn't follow at first I was like yeah. no gotcha. no, no what are we doing Shut ain't gonna go out like this so that's when I was like alright we need to have a, a release party and Naheen's version of a release party was much more humble yeah you know it was very humble um, well yeah, because it wasn't like we just released shots. So people had already heard shots because we performed it and the artist kicked And back. my thing was, it wasn't it just people. Wasn't. It was 15 followers. <laughs> to me, it wasn't people. That Listen, okay, 15, <laughs> 5, 15, no, whatever. Y'all, we listen. performed it at Allies Ball, you know. Like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And stuff. So people had heard it before. But on SoundCloud, there were 15 followers on SoundCloud, yes. <laughs> but the idea um, for the release party came later, it came after the BET experience and all of that mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because we wanted to release a single, but we didn't feel like Super Duper was it, because Super Duper was supposed to just be a freestyle for this contest, and Shots was one of our favorite songs, and yeah. Uh, that's kind so of you guys did the BET experience? Well, it was like a, a contest the, to find the next artist, next big artist okay. on radio. How did, how did that go? We made it to the final round. Okay. Um, with like 80 other people. Still, <laughs> you, no, no. <laughs> but it was, it was like thousands of people. It was, like, was, like, it was, was. But yeah, there was like 80 other people in the final round. Um, so that was did, this summer, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, it was this so summer. So you went out to LA to... We did not take the you, in-person experience. Oh, okay. They were doing it virtually. Yes, okay, they, gotcha. Well, they had two options. You can do it in-person, but you had to pay for everything and work your schedule out or you can do it virtually okay so we did everything virtual just cause it was just easier Time. for us no I understand yeah Let's maybe going in person would have been more helpful but it was really fun cause it pushed us we made songs it did push out us. of it and not that Super NXC wasn't worthy of mm-hmm. being a single it was that it was a freestyle for the contest right yeah. so we released this and it was nice a great uh, 
following and liking on YouTube for YouTube, right? Like mm-hmm. what within a month we had like over seven hundred um, views mm-hmm. and we have seventy two likes on it. Mm-hmm. And for us now coming out, that was sort of like okay, cool, nice, Thanks right? But then we'll have to re-release it now with actually mixing it because that version on YouTube wasn't mixed or anything it was just vocals on a beat because it was we needed a video for the contest right and we basically had two days to like to do it to do like finish the song (laughs) finish the song youtube video it was in like two days yeah yeah it was all like a weekend or something or a week stream shots is on youtube (laughs) okay okay my turn is it Oh, okay. Look, see, I get lost and cross-eyed sometimes. So, mm-hmm. speaking of so shots, um, the inspiration behind the song, mm-hmm. if you want to just break that down for us, what was that? What inspired oh shots? My God. It's, it, it's, we don't have to get. Is it heavy? I mean, it's you, it's, it's, not, it's not too heavy. But I, I, I can talk about. Okay, it, that's know? what I, I. So shots. Growing up, I grew up around um, abuse, physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, all verbal abuse and um and not just with my my family but just my environment had that you know so mm-hmm. i don't want to just pin it all on my family but i remember like whenever i would see you know physical abuse and stuff like that any type of abuse the first thing that will come to my mind is why can't they just die you know mm-hmm. and it, they were alcoholics mm-hmm. as well so when i heard the beat from my friend in Trinidad, Mark Daniel Parks, his stage name is Higher Man. Um, I heard the beat and I was like, oh my God, I'm liking this. And I, then I heard one shot, three shot, five, one more till I die. And I was going to go um, go into this route of, I don't know, like a gangster thug thing. And I was like, no, I'm getting a deeper calling here. I'm like, why am I linking this to my, you know, to my uncle or like, you know, just people in my you know, close surroundings um, being abusive. So I'm like, if they are at the bar, why can't they just, you know, drink their life away? Mm. If that's why you're going to escape, but don't bring it home, you know? So then I started to play on shots being, taking a shot, but also, why can't they just die? Oh. Right? Oh, wow. Wow. Um, and that's, that was shots. Then I sent it to <laughs> Naheem. Naheem loved it. Well, no, I wrote shots in, in the car coming to Truty. I wrote shots in the car coming to Truty. And I said, do you want to... Yeah. yeah. And I said, do you want to hear the song I'm working on? He's like, oh my God, Chris, I like this. And you wrote your verse there. Yeah, yeah it, was very mm-hmm. it was organic. It was yeah. an organic flow. Yeah, that's dope. Everything you were saying. And I'm in backtracking, like, how it just reminds me of how artists, you know, can take their you know, something personal and turning that into mm. a song, yeah. a hit, you know, because when I, I did finally, you know, like I, I listened, I bought the song, I listened to it and I really started listening. And now as you, you're telling me the story, it, mm. it makes, you know, it, I get it. But what I love about your song as well, it growing up in, I don't know, a humble situation and just feeling pain in every direction you had to take that and make it fun. Mm-hmm. So when you hear shots without listening to the words, it sounds like, oh my God, I want to go to the bar and have a shot. Mm-hmm. Right? You always had to look through things in a lighter lens mm-hmm. to make things feel okay. Mm-hmm. So the song is this, I don't know, like 
hearing it sounds fun. I, I, I don't. To me, it sounds fun. But when I give the meaning, it, it's kind of dark, and that's literally the experience that a lot of you know people of the, the black community um, experiences. Understood. Mm-hmm. Understood. Okay, so the next question was pretty much going to be like um, around <laughs> the single release party. How was like your feeling performing it? But you said that wasn't your first time. Yeah, I thought it was your first time <laughs> performing yeah, it. So how was it, was, it was our first time performing it with a live band. Okay, that was dope. Yeah, that was a lot. Of Thank fun, you for I, that was dope <laughs> to be there. Too. Yeah, that was so much. That fun. was all Chris's thought. I mean, we talked about having a band, but not. I don't know. I didn't think it was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely going to happen. It was really fine for I Listen, when Chris I wants something, it was gonna happen gets, you do get it done. I know that's right. I know. But What's your sign? Scorpio. We literally only got Let's to rehearse with them one day, I think, right? Or the day of yeah, we together. Po- we, po- we, practiced, <laughs> we practiced that whole thing the day before the show. The, not the day before, the... Moments before the show. Yeah, it was wow. the day of the show. Yeah, we didn't get any chance to practice. And I'm having a mind blank because that night was your birthday. Yeah, yeah, it was. Also it was my birthday. birthday. I remember that because we, yeah. Okay. Yes. But the thing about so talking about uh, what was your question? Like, how did it feel performing it? Yeah, for the first time. Mm-hmm. As new artists, it's not so much like the rookie feeling that I think people get from new artists. It's not so much that they knew is more to deal with the interaction that they have with other collaborators because you never know what you're getting into. So when I reach out to somebody just out on a whim, it's like, all right, I just pray that they get it right, you know? So when I work with persons, you can't see their flaw and then make a, a, a wide judgment on their craft. You now need to look at that and say, what is this person good at? You know, are you just good at filming? Because I can hire you to film. I can get somebody else to edit. Are you just good at editing? I can get somebody else to film. Or are you a good, you know, like how's your band? Are you, um, are you, what, what, are you someone who needs to practice? Or are you someone that, um, freestyle, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it, I think even like re- recording stuff, it's like we had three, um, uh, producers before mm-hmm. we land like where where it's at now home was, where like, we what's on streaming platforms or? no we had three producers in oh, terms oh. of um where we go to record the songs okay right so the person to mix it the person to master it we went to one it was like ah Something and another was one yeah it was like no this is not it this person doesn't understand you know what a mm-hmm. quality sound sounds like and yeah. until so it, it's it's and well, it can be intimidating when you try to collaborate with someone and you can easily blame yourself, right? And be like, well, this ain't it. I thought writing it in person, it, it felt great. Now in the studio, it's supposed to sound better, but it sound actually sounds worse, you know? So it's about trying and continuing to try and try and try and not giving up because because you're new, you just have to explore all your options until you find home yeah okay that was a long-winded way of no we got listen ryan outlawed i've had two hour conversations so it just please no unless y'all got somewhere to be you know (laughs) take your time so it makes me wonder like that so i i told you christopher that um 
that uh, the video packaging, right? It gave me very uh, Parkwood Entertainment. Like it was like I was watching that, and I was just like. By the time you guys came out, I was like stuck on the video. And I was like, oh, the, wait, they're right just here. For listeners, just for the listeners, the video that you're talking about is the cinematic pre video before the show. Right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And I was just like, it was just the, the perfection of the edit. Like, it was just phenomenal. Like, I think I told you that when we walked this up to editor, me, I was like, that was like very Parkwood. This editor, <laughs> we found two great videographers, Yash, directed by Yash, you know. Um, She's great and she's blowing up. And then the editor was a guy from my friend from Argentina. Wow. You know, and it's just years of building friendship and connection that is culminating into this experience that is happening. Now, I met Naheen three, two to three years ago, you know? And okay. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just years of relationship just colliding and it's like, that, that literally. You're fine. It's about um, you're building a not. I don't. Wanna, you're building a camp. You're building that that foundation. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, it, it's all. It's always helpful to have that. Um, myself being in the podcasting world, finding you know also other hosts and stuff that I get inspiration from that give me feedback that give me you know this is what I need think you should work on or this you know it. I get it. I get it in that realm. You know, I'm not a performer, but I get that. Okay. I, yeah. Um, so speaking of like, and when I say this, and I was telling Chase this earlier, I don't like pressuring because you know how people are on Rihanna. Where's this new album, right? Beyonce. Where's B Seven? You know, like artists. Even some of my favorite artists. Like I need another song from whoever. You know, um, you have to be mindful. And what I'm as a on this in in, in interviewing artists. You know, having a conversation with artists I have to be mindful that your writing process artists you know writing process are different you might be going through something or I think who answered it like I didn't go through shit yet let me let me go through some let me deal with life you know or let me let me let me get my heart broke you know some you know yeah like you know my heart's not broken I'm in love right now let me you know let me handle that you know so I'm being mindful but what's next? Are we going to get another single? Mm. Are you going to do a video for shots? Are we going to get another single? Are we going to get an EP or an album? What's what's next? We're working on a lot of stuff for real, for real. We definitely have some songs we're just going to like drop just <laughs> to have like archive or whatever. But we have like a folder of maybe like thirty or more songs mm-hmm. we haven't recorded yet. Okay. So. We're going to dig through those and figure out what's still relevant to us, I guess. And then... Um, find a flow, right? Yeah, find a flow. And we're working on... The goal is an EP. Right now. Okay. Yeah, the goal is get the, get the feet wet. Next year? Next year, yeah. 2022. All right, y'all listeners. Friend. You okay. hear it. You're hearing it first. This is a... I was trying to get a Ryan Out Loud exclusive, and we did. Yeah. So it's coming. Super NXC. Yes. The debut EP is coming in 2022. Yes. Okay. I'm excited because, I, I mean, from the... Shout out to Chase, okay? Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to Chase. I feel like I've been yapping the whole time. We're talking about relationships that are just coming together organically and beautifully, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Chase was instrumental in that uh, organizing process when I was just planning the uh, logistics yeah. of it all. Nights where I just called Chase, I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I'm so frustrated. And just having a level-headed voice that is outside of the situation just sit down with me and be like, 
all right, well, one, you get this, you know? And we came up with a, a dot document that, that night, one o'clock in the morning, and just started on writing agenda. Where am I gonna get drinks? Where am I gonna get this? Where am I gonna get that? I need a band, what you need, what you don't need, you know, to do. So every one of my friendships, That's you know, I don't even know. think you know that, no. you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's been <laughs> like three, one o'clock in the morning nights where I'm just stressing and, you know, Chase was there to help and he also recommended you because I'm That's, like, yeah, <laughs> I when I you got so I I was telling him actually just today I was like it was funny because I remember like I I I lack with I was lacking with the Ryan Out Loud podcast page because nobody checking I my I, I'm it's me inside of my own head I'm like ain't nobody checking for my podcast you know I go like I said I go through the moods I go through the phases I'm like I'm gonna just put out content episode after episode mm-hmm. and then I'm like uh I'll slow down because I don't not that I don't. Like I said, it's a safe space, so why don't I be honest with myself? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, nobody's checking for my podcast. You know, like, nobody's listening. I'm not going to continue to put out content. And then every once in a while, I'll get reminded of why I'm doing this. Exactly. You know, exactly. it's like them small reminders. And I remember at that point in time when you guys hit me up, I was, like, done with Ryan Out Loud. And I didn't really say it. I might have tweeted it or, you know, said something. And... When you got you guys, you know, hit me up on uh, Instagram, and I was like, first of all, I was like, who is this? Because <laughs> you get them spam, you know, you get spam, right. and then I'm looking, and I'm like, I, I know your face. Like, you were friends, you well, friends with Dalen. Yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing you at PTI. We Dalen was my roommate back in the. I you always have looked very familiar. <laughs> like, it's yeah. it's been fat. It's yeah. been slim. Yeah. It's been you know. It, it's yeah. gone through phases. But here we. <laughs> this is it. It's sticking to this face. But um. So I remember seeing. Matter of fact, I know why I remember you because you had the you had black and green Jordans on. I don't know what. Don't ask me why. You were on campus with Daylin. I'll never forget this. Now my memory, you know. <laughs> But yeah, definitely PTS. Yeah, or PTC, excuse (laughs) me, because I changed it on my resume. Pittsburgh Technical (laughs) College, that's where I graduated from. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so I remember that very vividly. My mind goes, I go through phases. So I remember that. And, you know, here we are. That's just how the universe works, right? I guess. So yeah, but backtracking because I can get off topic. But, you know, I just wasn't feeling it. And I'm like, you know, as the conversation, I'm like, is this a spam? But I'm, you know, I'm like, what's, what is, what are we getting to? And I, and I, as I started browsing your page, I was like, they are artists. They're queer black artists. That is a duo. And I literally like, I remember I was in bed and I literally raised up because my problem, not a problem, but what I, I felt like I was not supporting my own. And when I say my own, I mean home, uh-huh. you know, um, I've had interviews with a lot of different artists in uh-huh. L.A. and, you know, New York uh-huh. and Atlanta all over. And I'm like, I'm here in Pittsburgh. There is a, a space, um, an area where there are black queer creatives here. I'm new. A lot of people don't. Not I'm new. I've been from here, but just kind of now getting my face out there, <laughs> trying to host more gigs, do this and that, you know, like trying to get people familiar with Ryan Out Loud so it was like a sign you know and I was like you guys were telling you know we're messaging each other and then you said and you mentioned at the end oh yeah Chase recommended and I was like ah 
Like that, that is, and I always say it's the small things, like shit like that. That's important to me, uh-huh. you know. So thank you, Chase. Uh-huh. Shout out to you, Chase yeah. for bringing this together, introducing me because I was like, I you, I clicked on the link to watch Super Duper, uh-huh. and I think I shared it immediately. Like I'm, I was saying to my, I, I said to myself, and let me say this to the listeners: when you listen to shots and you listen to their freestyle. There's nothing that lacks. But I said, you know what? If it's mediocre, I'm still going to fucking support. Okay? Because I'm going to go hard for my own. Okay? Because you guys need a voice. You need a, a platform. Not a voice. You have a voice. A platform where you can talk, where you can perform, or, you know, whatever. Just vent. You know, I want to be that space for people. Especially, like I said, queer, black queer creatives. But in my hometown, well, I'm from Manesson, but... Pittsburgh is where I was at. So, get in there. But, you know, where you guys can, where we can have that space. So, this is, I'm just opening this form to you guys that if you just say, hey, I got a song coming out, whatever, know that the doors at Ryan Out Louder is open always. Any way I can support you guys, I'm here. Like, I, any way, any form. Look, I'm even going to pitch my shot. Y'all need a host for an event? Hit me up, okay? We were just talking about okay, because I can order that outfit on speed. No, I'm just playing. I'm, I'm just playing, but I just want to. I want to build a network like um, the opening who opened for your show, um, Manny. Manny Diviachi. Shout yeah, out to Manny. So dope, he like. ate his opening yeah, performance up, and it was him walking through the cl- crowd. Yeah, you know, true. like and it was just it was a vibe, and I'm like, this has been right here. In my in, in my face, yes. and I didn't notice. But the issue is that I feel like the LGBTQIA plus artists they're like segregated from everybody else. You know what I mean? So like, unless you're out in the community, you don't know. Like, or in the art scene, you know, you don't know. Because I'm a homebody. Like, I'm be honest. Yeah, I'm a, like, I am a homebody. Yes. I go out, but yes. it, I it's it hits. You I you got to catch like, it when you do. My friend, she be like, "Up, oh, let me get Ryan while he's out because he'll go incognito for like four months. Like right. it just." I'm the same, honestly. Like it I just happens. Like, you gotta really like it's you know protect yes. your energy. That's what we're doing. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's right. literally what we're doing. That so, works for us because Chris is our social butterfly. <laughs> so <laughs> and it hits because like people are like oh Ryan you know people you know da 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 and I'm like you know it's a it's a button behind my ear where yeah. I literally like working at Apple I'm like yeah seriously. you know like let's get you set up for your new phone and then yes. I'll go behind the door and I'm like just dead like I feel like a robot stage like I literally my boss, my former boss, I worked at Builder Bear Workshop in, in Robinson when I went to PTI. And shout out to my former boss. Well, may she rest in peace. We were like, we were very close. And she was like, Ryan, like, what's, I was off. I was having an off moment, a week. And she was like, this isn't you. Like, you're my birthday party guy. Like, I used to come in and just do birthday parties and then just leave. But I was just having an off week. And she was like, Ryan, what's wrong? And I was like, Betsy, I don't like people. <laughs> and she was like so blown away by that fact because I'm always like on. I'm like, I love people. Don't get me wrong. Don't don't take this the wrong way, y'all. But it's just sometimes, you know, when you're you always need just, you need a you need to recharge. And I didn't I, younger Ryan, I didn't know that. I didn't know how to do that. You know, older Ryan, I know how to channel that. I know how to turn it on. I know how to turn it off. I know when, you know. You know, so Come time with places growth. just because I felt like I had to had be to be there. there. Yeah. Now I'm very selective about where I go and who I support. Honestly, too. No, it'd be I'm like that because you 
says a lot. <laughs> like, you know, There's people that like, always that probably always in your inbox like, hey, yeah, I got this new song like, out, but when sh- you know, where was that love when shots came out? You know, like, I yeah. no, well, yeah, I guess artist wise that's what happens for you guys. But but just as far as the work I do outside of but no, you know, just use an example because yeah. shots the shit. Just yeah, let, me, yeah. let me just clarify that. <laughs> As they should, <laughs> as they <laughs> and it's that's the thing. It's like buy the song, right. you know. People Honestly, can stream. We're not it. even going to get that ninety nine cents. <laughs> like we're not. It's the way the industry. But it will look good. That's yes. another conversation for another day. <laughs> the industry. The industry. Yes. Seriously. I fake studied the industry. I was going to go back to school for music business. I probably will, but uh-huh. I I wanted to be an A and R originally. Period. Well, I started out. I used to sing. I, I can't hold a tune now. I can try. You know, we can get. Wait, no. We can get, get us on the background, but. Oh, you know, come on, he be trying to play. Chase Wright. What? That's the thing. This Chase city has so many Chase talented people, you know what I mean? You gotta but build that village. But we were born and bred that this wasn't realistic. Like, these weren't realistic goals. You but know? you're doing it. Yeah. You're living you are it. now. As yeah. now. No, yeah. But people need to grow up knowing. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you guys? I'm 34. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like seven. Wow. Yeah. It's the, y'all got, this, they can't see, obviously, but Naheem's skin is just like, you got to drop the routine, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, because, you know, you got to help me. I got this spot that I can't get rid of. Oh, Anyways, it's another day, another conversation. But, you know, where was I going with this? See, I don't even, I told you I'd get started. And then I About... I think about like growing up thinking it's not realistic. So <laughs> better late than never, because I tell you when I'm I'm 32, and when I, I turn, <laughs> I, you know. So going, I hit 30, and I literally I was very sick at the time. I was oh. in and out of the hospital. I was I checked in the hospital on my 30th birthday. Oh, Long, that's another story for another day. Anyways, um, so 30 hit, and I just really had this like phase in my life where I thought I just thought it was over so and I'm not saying this because I feel like it's my podcast and I want y'all to talk but I just want to throw this mm-hmm. out here for listeners um it really hit me I was like damn my life is over I had no form no way no trying to control my thoughts I was like oh my god I'm gonna turn 30 and I'm gonna die the next day like it's just how my brain was processing you know like entering my 30s and you know that got laid off of my job like it was just one thing after another, I was yeah, sick, yeah. and then I went back in the hospital on Christmas. It was just the, it was a lot of things, and in that form of like I call it my healing phase, right? Mm-hmm. That's where Ryan Out Loud was birthed because my friends, my close friends, have always said, Ryan, you talk, you you're really good with people, you hey. like to connect. You need to do a podcast. Shout out to my best friend Monique. But and I was like, ah, nobody's gonna listen to me. Who's gonna listen to what I have to say? And it really originally Ryan Out Loud started as. A venting, uh-huh. like just me, just going, you know, talking. You know, there was no agenda, there was no schedule, there was no nothing. And uh-huh. then the pandemic hit, and I really started working on like I, we were home, everybody was home, so I was on social media a lot. And a lot of the people that I follow, started interacting with, following, were creatives and podcast ho- podcast hosts. And I had him on my sh- on my show earlier this year, Stevie Derek. Who I also I sent him your song because Stevie has a very big following. He hosts a uh, he's a co-host of a podcast called Him Podcast, and they're based in New in New York. And he has a very huge following. He does indie artist spotlight on his Instagram. Like I 
want that connection for you guys. Thank so you. I definitely sent him your song, and he he said he said it's a vibe. Period. So that's from Stevie, and um, thank you, Stevie. <laughs> so I started, you know, like, you know, I started making my presence more more, you know, out there on social media, and. Then that's when it kind of hit me. I was like, there's a whole, it's, I was exposed to a whole era, like a whole bunch of artists, black queer artists that are good, that are better. You guys are better than a lot of the mainstream oh. artists. <laughs> what pisses me off is that you guys are putting out the work, putting your own money into your craft. And then there's people that are watching, labels that are watching, yeah. and you turn around and somebody yeah, is doing it. it, which you like, <laughs> I just did that. And then yeah. if you vocally, express yourself then oh no you're just hating da, 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 da. but yeah everybody's a you know just you saying how you feel you did it first you did it first yeah. but anyway so that's where Ryan out loud is with being a safe space for black queer creators is transformed so i owe that to stevie but i'm just glad y'all are here that's inspiring though like, and so i just want y'all to know it's never too late i here we are i'm still figuring out i'm you know I, like I said, tomorrow I'll probably listen to this back and be like, Ryan, you didn't shut up. It's time to delete. You know, you need to re-record. You're not going to release it. I'm going to release this episode, I'm just saying. But I'm just, you know, just how my brain operates. But thank you. You know, and I'm not, we're not done. But I just want to, you know, tell y'all like, for being my, this is big for me because this is my first in-person interview. Yeah, um, this is historic for all of us. Because this is, <laughs> as, as after like, this, it's only up, up from, from here. here yes. Okay. We're going into a new year, so yeah. a whole new year is perfect way to end it because I kept when we timing was just off. Yes, trying to connect, and I was like, I, I'm an overthinker, <laughs> and I was like, when I would hit you guys up, and you guys gave me a date, like, hey, we're free on Sunday, and I couldn't because I work on the weekends. Right. And I was like, I hope they're not like, man, this round's a bullshitter. No. He ain't going, <laughs> we ain't, he ain't going to interview us, and I was like, no, okay. it got to work, and I'm, you know, thank you. We yeah. appreciate you, like, especially after putting in the work. And mm-hmm. stuff like that because I reach out to a lot of persons. There comes a point where you just, and the song will adjust, I'm not, but you just have to let go do the rest. Mm-hmm. You know? Honestly. And I'm like, yeah, we, we're going to have it. It's going mm-hmm. to come. And here we are. We, we, yeah. we are here having an interview with Ryan. <laughs> Ryan of Love. The big picture is that we're creating a genuine relationship so that this isn't the only interview. That's the thing. I don't don't want this to just end here. You know, (laughs) like you, any event you guys have coming up, I can support or put on my page. I don't have a major following, but you know, like I, yeah, you're right. You know, know, I I will promote, are you guys on Twitter, right? You guys are on Twitter. I want y'all on Twitter. (laughs) I want you guys, I want you on Twitter. (laughs) I want you on Twitter. It's 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 changed. It's yes. it's but it's fun. I I like I said the pandemic really, yeah. you know, a lot of my interactions and connections from podcasters or Twitter. you know black queer mm-hmm. everybody creatives whatever have mm-hmm. come from Twitter. Yeah. So you know Instagram is always my weakness. So I'm like right. oh I need to update more on Instagram. Right. Facebook yeah. I keep it real PG yeah, family. You know I got like, family on there and they, you know they around. I don't want them in my business. Yeah. You know so you know Twitter you know that's why my name is rated right. <laughs> Because it's just, you know, it's an unfiltered part of me that, you know, don't they don't need to know that. But, yeah, yeah. you know, vocally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't want this to stop here. Yeah. You know, I want to use this platform. Like, Chase has a phenomenal business. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's, he he's beginning, you know, and I want him to continue to thrive because uh-huh. the products work. And I said that at the beginning of the episode, you know. So, yeah. 
it's just and any way I can use it to network and just build I a platform. People. Yeah, that's Tell just us about Chase's business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we if, when you listen to the episode at the beginning, he talks about. Unless you, you can talk about it again <laughs> if you want to. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a business called Felton Essentials. Exactly. Um, Feltonessentials.com. It's like hair, skin, and like soap and stuff nice. like that. So just all natural stuff like that. So check it out. Period. Day. I will definitely check it out. <laughs> so I will um like a, his the link for his website for his his business will be on in the description again with your handles social media handles yes. we won't get y'all on Twitter yeah yeah <laughs> it's a work in progress that will be our New Year's our goal yes yeah. get y'all on Twitter and get y'all out there we're on TikTok. I just, I, I just started that everybody always say like Ryan you need to get on TikTok you're funny as hell I'm like I'm not a you would do good on TikTok I'm not a, on a spot like it's really like you gotta catch me cause I don't I can't if I force it then it's gonna be like yeah, you know, or even like slices of your podcast just post yeah. on TikTok mm-hmm. like literally I should not yeah no I'll take that I will take that but I definitely you know I want to like I said I was pitching my shot y'all need a host for an event Listen. give me an advance <laughs> let me not give We're me notice notes. in advance like yes. let We've me know building our team slowly it's been very organic and very, very just people who are passionate about what they do you know what I mean and I'm That's trying it. to do that more and now <laughs> now I have the wheels I can go anywhere yeah, and help period. out anywhere so you know yeah, I might swerve a little bit but I'm there uh <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is this is that's. <laughs> You're driving. Oh, it's probably better than me. It's I might okay. be up. It'll be in our <laughs> documentary short. I think. But we have some other questions. Okay. Uh, these, these are. I know. I gave you the list. Yes. These are the off guard questions. Fun, but it, actually, yeah. So yeah, yeah, shout out to topics. I don't know <laughs> what's going on there, but I'm gonna let. I've talked enough. Period. So Chase, you handle this. Okay. You got. How has your life changed in the past five years? So five years ago, I was the senior producer at the Kelly Strayhorn Theater. Amazing organization. I learned so much there under Janera Solomon's leadership and Joseph. Um, but it wasn't my big picture, you know. But it added, it was a stepping stone to that big picture. And just two years ago, I was able to work for myself with True Tea Pittsburgh. So that was a big life changer for me because my life was literally all chaos too like literally right (laughs) five years ago um i came from trinidad and tobago to the states originally to get music done had some family bickering ended up just out on my own having to make it and you know i i think i've come such a long way since since then i mean one of my first goals was just to create good credit because one of the things that I was not going to do is um, sacrifice who I am and I wanted to be unapologetically me, you know? Yes. Um, whether that means gay, whether it means being fully Caribbean, whether whatever, whatever makes Chris, you know, I wanted to be that. Um, so I worked on my credit um, and it was simple goals like getting a car, like having a house or, you know, starting a business, you know? So I have... Um, or just trying to support organizations uh, that I'm that is just close to my heart. And one of it is Truty PGH. Um, it's so much, but five, uh, and then to top it off, just to, to be here right now talking about what I'm doing, music, um, is just so surreal, yeah, you know. Um, 
it's it's really really surreal. Uh, what about you? All? Mm-hmm. Five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it works. Let me say. What was it? Let me read the question. Ah. Five years ago, let's see. I hmm. so five years ago, I was at a point in my life where, like, being my true, authentic self was just non-existent. Um, I've always known I was gay, you know, and I just never really. It was always to the point where, oh, if you ask me, you know. I would tell you, but I never made it my, you know, go out my way to like, oh, you know, you know, you know. And um, what happened was my one of my close friends, one of my best friends died. She died um, from a blood clot and it went to her heart. And after that, I really just looked at life a little bit differently. Um, I went through phases of doing therapy, like after my dad died and then, you know, got out of it, went wild here we are again, you know? So I kind of was like, okay, I need to, that can happen at 25 or however old I was at the time. Life is just, that just showed me, that taught me a new meaning on life. And I became a lot more aware of people's feelings of thoughts and um, really just getting it. I, I get it, you know? I think one of my, I call it a gift and a curse mm-hmm. is that I'm understanding, you know? Um, so I get it. And it just taught me t- to live my life. Um, I do things like my mom always says when my birthday comes around, Oh, you always doing this and that for your birthday. You know, we do celebrate what 25, 30, maybe 35 and 40. You do it every year. And I'm like, listen, mom, my thing, my goal, my living is to celebrate my friend's life. We were two weeks apart. We're both, we were all, I'm October 24th and she was like November. She was somewhere around there. So we all, it just always was my point to celebrate because we were always going to figure out what we doing for our birthday. I don't know. We out here in her words, you know, um, so it just taught me how to live, you know, truly be, like you said, unapologetically me. You know, I'm like, Ryan, you're about to be on the brink of 30. Who gives a fuck if you're gay? You know, excuse my language, but I'm just saying, you know, like, who gives a fuck? Nobody's paying your bills. Nobody's washing your back. Yeah. Nobody's doing that, you know? Yeah. So it just was between that and the end of a situationship that just really just, you know, I rose from the ashes like a phoenix. And here I am today trying to you know, use my, use what I, my voice in any way, any form to just be supportive to, you're doing it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So five years was different. And here we are five years later, um, 180 pounds lighter, you know, letting go of old baggage, you know, opening new doors, new, new friendships, relationships, all of that. And here we are. So yeah, that's what five years ago was like. No shame. (sighs) That's good. I was in my junior year of college. I think I was working at Sears. And that's pretty much the good part. I had just got kicked out by my dad because I was 21. So I um, got my first place. And that's pretty much it. I'm here. A business owner. Right. Come on. Still humble. Still, yeah, right. Use a business. Like, I own, like, shit. You better talk your shit. You own a business, okay? Talk your shit. Like I said, the link will be in the in the description, you know? Next question. Next question. Do you prefer a night out or a night in? And has that changed since you were a kid? For me right now, I 
I prefer a night in. I used to like to be out all the time. Like, I used to love to be around my friends and all of that. Like, but after around 30, 31, it was just done. Um, yeah, I prefer. I guess that's coming soon. <laughs> I'm 27. <laughs> I prefer a night out. Understood. Mm-hmm. Understood. Mm-hmm. Are, we, you're, are we reversing the questions again? <laughs> yeah. Talk too much. So, I will. So, the backstory. I always got a story. So, when the pandemic hit, I turned 30. Mm-hmm. That, no, You're I turned. Fresh. Yeah, so I turned. Mm-hmm. When the pandemic, that October 2019, I turned 30. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I was in the process of getting myself together with like weight loss and getting, getting my life on track. And I was like, 30 hit, and I was like, you know what? Ryan's about to be in these streets, okay? Ryan is going to be in these streets. I got a whole new look, outlook on life, whatever. Not I'm, the girl gone bad. <laughs> you know, okay. I was, I was reaching, you know, I was like, I'm trying to, I want to date again. I want to, you know, be out there. I want to engage mm-hmm. with people. Right. Pandemic hit. I was like, oh, I guess that was like, eh, you right. got other, yeah. we got other plans for you. So it put me back in my homebody phase because when backtracking two years ago, there was like, I was home on weekends, right. you know, right. I was in the house because I was with somebody that didn't want to go out or do anything, you know? Yeah. So, um, here we are, you know, and I'm sorry. I kicked you. I'm sorry. So yeah, that's, what was the question? Oh, my, my so I, I'm a little bit split between like, I want to go out. I can go out. <laughs> like I'm more of like, I love music. Right. I love to listen to music. I love to dance. Oh. I, Yes, I do drink. Yes, I drink socially. But now that I have this new responsibility of driving, I want to just you know I can. If you want to stay in, stay in. If you want to, it's I go with the. I'm a go with the flow person. Right. I always go with the flow. I never complain about anything. It's like oh my friends like oh let's go out, let's do it. Right. So it's a little. It's a split in between for me. It's a split in between. But. Say I like going out, but I don't really like spending money. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like we could get the stuff from outside, like the drinks we go to the house. Right. <laughs> That's listen. For that too. A whole movie night, you yeah, know? Like yeah, like, like I like I I'm in the process of moving, and my goal is to do like just kickbacks, like just little like you know come over. Like I feel like you have to. I always tell my friends, I am your safe space. Right. Talk to me. Right. Vent to me. You know, like, just talk to me. We can, you know, and I I would like to feel that voice. You know, I don't know how to word it, but I'm trying to say, like, come over. Let's just let's just talk. If you want to get yeah. something off your chest, like, there is nobody should judge anybody. Normalize it. <laughs> you know, but there's everybody got did their dirt. They got their history. You know, yeah. I'm not perfect. Everybody's like, oh, Ryan, it's the energy for me. And you're this, this and that. But I, I wasn't always like this. I right. slip up. I have my moments. But it's, you know, it's called change. It's called life. So, you know, I just... Yeah, night in. You know what? I'm, I'm leaning towards where night's in for me. <laughs> yeah. All right. The last one I'm going to ask y'all is, what's one of your favorite places and what makes it special? Like a city or something? Yeah, it could be a city or just like anywhere you go. You have like a bad day or something. Or anywhere you want to go. Hmm. That's a good one. In Trinidad, I loved to go to the airport. I love seeing the plane fly away. <laughs> I really, really enjoy that. Okay. Um, because I saw myself touring, mm-hmm. and it made me feel like it's that. possible. Like, yeah. I love going in the airport. I love smelling coffee in the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it is yeah. a it is a feeling. Like that's why I like early morning flights. Mm-hmm. Smell the coffee. Very nice. Um, but 
but now I came to I really like city living I do mm. um, and I do like a night out um, at the overlook that's just to walk by once that's fine and it reminds me that I'm in the place where I wanted to be yeah, I think I don't even know what's my favorite place. Like, um, but I know I'm the most happy when we're performing on stage. Oh, like, so yeah. like, I love that. It is an energy. Like you guys are. I watching you guys. Like, yeah, it feels I see like it. you're not yourself. You know, it's like, you like, you yeah, your, your own version yeah. of Sasha Fierce, like yeah, your alter ego, right? It <laughs> slips. It, it it goes from and what I like with writing music too. Mm-hmm. I love when I'm able to come out of myself yeah. first word. Sometimes yeah. I'm not even performing. Once I see that first word, I'm like, who am I? Because you're scared before every single show, but it's like as soon as you gotta it's gone. <laughs> go. It's gone. Gotta go. It's natural. Yeah. It's, it's so, natural seeing you guys out crazy. there. I can't, oh, thank you. I can't like, wait to see more, you know? Like, we're about yeah. to start an artist boot camp, so okay. hopefully we'll be uh, so we'll have some to, ones and twos. <laughs> we'll have to get that. So I, I'm just putting this out here. I want y'all back on the show yeah. for... I wouldn't even do a live something. I don't know. Like just let's for so when you guys do the EP, we can do a Ryan out loud. Maybe I'll even adapt to the YouTube thing. I don't know, but I I want to be involved. Yes, I definitely want to be involved. I have to be involved. So are we asking each other the question again, or just yeah, yeah, favorite place. So my favorite place, I have, see, I always, you know, I talk long. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> There's a backstory. <laughs> Everything. So two places is like my grandparents. Um, one place is my grandparents. Um, going to their house is always like, it reminds me of home. It's, it is home, but I somewhere I always go back to. It just makes me feel, I don't know, because I'm spoiled. I'm a, I, that's a, Another part of my problem is like my grandparents and my mom have always, you know, I'm an only child. So they have always had a, you know, like a grip. And I'm like, oh, I got to talk. You know, I was like, oh, I'm going to talk to my mom. And my friend, my friend Tasha, she's from Jamaica. And her accent gets real thick. She's like, you're the grown man. Not mocking her. Sorry. I'm not mocking you, Tasha. I'm just saying. But, you know, she'd be like, you're a grown ass man. What the fuck? You know, like, she'll, you know, like, and she's right. Like, you know, but it's just, I'm a family oriented you know that's grounded that's in my roots you know like that's just me my second place is the library I can go to the Carnegie I used to go to the Carnegie library in Oakland and just like take my MacBook up there Um, side note I'm working on a teen fiction novel so it's it was an outlet for me to just put my headphones in and just type and just Uh go because the story is just going to be black gay and just you know it's and it's happy we need need more positive (laughs) young adult fiction you know no no shade to interracial couples but black on black queer love told in a in a Mm -hmm. happy ending type of story so you know that's what i'm working on been working on so between my grandparents and the library that's that's a safe space that's That's a a good space for me I think that's so important. Sorry to add that to it, but um, my best friend's niece right now, she's in like eighth grade or something like that, but she already has friends that identify as trans or non-binary. You know what I mean? Yeah. But to be able to see your representation in all these different classrooms, I think was very important. It's, <laughs> and, <laughs> I, as we're in that age group, even mm-hmm. younger, like 25 and younger, I love seeing how unapologetic they are standing in their sexuality. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't even think about that in eighth grade. Like, <laughs> I'm older though, so 
I didn't really even start thinking about sex till I was like 17, 18. <laughs> like, yeah, well, so. I... <laughs> but I had a very protective mother as well. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. It's like, even now, like, me and my mom, like, when the pandemic hit, we moved in together. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm a grown ass man living with my mother, but <laughs> I pay my bills. Okay, so anyway, listen. But that's how people cultivate generational wealth. Like the white folks, they have their family live with them forever. They know? do, but and when we do it, it's like you yeah, still living like, with your mama. Like, like no, and it's like, even a a me like I'm like I uh, I don't really host things. I don't do things. Yes. I'm like in the back of my mind, I'm like that's lame as fuck. Like you're grown as hell living with your mom, but you know because you don't want to bring people. It's just, yeah, you know, but, but that's another, again, another story for, that's going to be my, I'm going to start a side podcast, another story for another time. Um, Did you give your sisters? Yeah, because I can keep talking. <laughs> Thank you. Um, my safe space would probably be like the point, just because when I was younger, I used to walk down there whenever I was having a problem about the water and stuff like that. So when I sit down there, it just reminds me of like when I was in high school and stuff like that. So yeah. that's my safe space. Yeah. I love that. That's cool. So I end Ryan out loud with just asking you guys, asking all my guests uh, advice, right? Advice you would tell your younger self. That's the first episode was based on that. To my, it was a note to my, it was a episode dedicated to my younger self. So I always ended moving, you know, after that, I moved forward asking all my guests, what would, what would be your advice to your younger self? Even though you're still young, we're still, you know, in our prime, but there's a 10 years ago, you were 34, so 24, you were a different person. Uh, what, 17, you were a different person, right? What would you, what would be your advice to your younger self? I know mine. To listen to your gut instinct um, all the time, and um, especially when the advice given someone is unable to support you in that realm. I remember just having numerous cases where I go to somebody to ask for advice. Um, But basically, I know what I want to do, and I'm like saying, okay, this is what's going to happen, you know? And they're like, no, you can do it. And I'm like, no, I just need a... You were just a venting board, and I just wanted to tell you that, hey, I need to cut back, you know? Just create boundaries on certain things, and that's on anything, whether it's a relationship, whether it's... I'm doing five courses and you want to cut that back to three, you know, Um, because at the end of the day, I think it's important to come up with something instead of being greedy and have nothing, you know. Mm -hmm. So the advice that I would give my younger self is that if the person giving you advice, you know, can support you um, in ways that you know you need support in, you know, listen to yourself, listen to your gut instinct and cut back if you need to and create that boundary and um, live a happier life. That's, that would be my advice. That was good. I feel like you said most of what I was going to say. But I agree with boundaries. I feel like if I can go back in time, boundaries would be the most important change that I would make. And not feeling like um, in order to be like a friend to someone or to have a positive relationship with another individual, that means that you have to bring them along the journey with you because mm-hmm. not everyone is going to stand beside you, you know what I mean? I could be friends with someone who's doing something completely different. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of times I let that hold me back because I've always been futuristic and seen, like, the big picture, but I've surrounded myself around people who didn't, you know, and I kind of, yeah, held myself back in the process, I guess. Okay. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Chase, you are my first (laughs) co-host, even though I talk a lot. What would you tell your younger self? 
much not to get so caught up in stuff. I tend to get like really engulfed in the things that I do or like the people that I give my time to. And it takes away from other things. So I'm like, it'll pretty much just be focused on yourself until you're ready to move forward. Because that's a lot of time Mm -hmm. learning myself after stuff. And it held me back from a lot of things that I'm doing now that I could have been doing. Mm -hmm. That's why I always say timing is everything exactly. right now yeah. everything's meant everything that's happened you know to each you know individual that is sitting in front of me mm-hmm. everything happens it's for nice a reason to be yes everything happens for a reason you guys that is wrapping up this episode of ryan out loud this very oh, wow. special episode of ryan out loud so before we end tell them tell the listeners where they can find stream download you know search instagram Twitter is coming soon. All of that. Just give the rundown, please. Yes, period. Pretty much it's Supa NXT on all platforms. Um, and that's S-U-P-A space N-X-T. On Instagram, it's S-U-P-A period N-X-T. Right? But you can be linked to all of that by visiting our website, www.supanxt.com. Um, and stream shots available now on all streaming platforms. Yeah, there you have it. So we recently just started getting really playlisted too. So yeah. please just keep pushing this. Like and listeners, on. yes. Go ahead. I'm no, I'm sorry, listeners. So you know, I released my volume one, Ryan Out Loud, um, Black, Gay, and Proud, or something like that. Volume one um, on Apple Music, playlist. a playlist Cheers. featuring Cheers. all of my favorite uh, Black queer independent artists. Uh-huh. And you guys are uh, you're on there. As as soon as the the day the song came out, I bought it, and then you know, of course, played it, and then I'm like, it's added. Of course, it was getting added immediately. So I share it, you know, I share it on my Instagram story, and now we can post links. You know, they only gave links to people with like 17k, you know, like a higher following, which is fair. I wish it was unfair, but now it's fair to you know people that are growing. You know, so you don't know who. It's always the power in the hashtag and the links. So. Um, I will always share that, and I as soon as I see y'all post shots, I will always share it into my Ryan Out Loud podcast page. Thank so you. you're on. Like I said, it's only up from here. So yeah. I'm proud of what yeah. you guys. I, hearing your story, you know how you came together, how you formed. I can't wait, and then to be included in this, you know, yes, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, this journey. I, I I am excited for you guys. So Thank dedicated you. fan here, long term. So Thank you likewise, Thank you, Brian. Hey, Chase. Definitely. Thank you guys for coming. Thank, Thank you, Ram, for having me. Thank it's you. This is, of course, this is all because of Chase. Very Ending it so on Chase. Just give Chase a round of, of applause because this applause. I can't. I can't even talk. This is dope, and I'm glad. And again, y'all remember, you know, check them out. Check shots out. I'm going to play as it's played at the beginning of the episode. It's going to play at the end. So check that out. Um, remember, Black Lives Matter, Black Queer Lives Matter, and Black Trans Lives Matter. Y'all be safe, much love, all positive vibes. Hey, yo, pouring out a shot, brother, hit me, double it. You can take a toll on my body, triple it. Make you fuck me up too tiny, but I said I'm flicking and to bruise on my body. Hey, yo, pouring out a shot, brother, hit me, double it. Make you take a toll on my body, triple it. Make you fuck me up totally, but I said I'm flicking and to bruise on my body. Hey, yo, one shot, three shot, five, one more till I with that guy, baby, got a hold of my mind. I thought I.